This is our second session now on Ephesians 5, 15 to 21. Last time we tried to get the big picture, and we begin now in several sessions to dig into the details. Therefore, and we'll come back to that therefore as to why it's there and what is actually the foundation from which this therefore flows. Therefore, look carefully how you walk. Another word for live. Paul commonly uses the word walk. He uses it three times, I think, in this chapter. Look carefully how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. That's the first definition of how to walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. And then that's filled out with purchase the time. And that's as far as we're going to go. We need to probably take a whole session on that because the days are evil. What what does that mean? So, Father, as we look at this first verse now in more detail, oh, that we would learn to look carefully how we should walk that we would not be unwise, that we would be very wise, full of the spirit of wisdom, and that we would purchase and snatch up every opportunity that you present us with for the doing of Christ-exalting good. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So we'll come back to this. Look carefully how you walk. So the The looking is to discern how to live. And this word carefully could be translated uh, accurately. So just ponder this for a moment. When it comes to living the Christian life, Christians do do not coast. We don't drift, right? We're not passive. We don't just react. React. So many people approach life like this. They just they just go through their days, coasting, drifting, passive, reacting to what comes along. And here you have Paul saying, that's not the way you live. Look. Look at your life. Look at the day that's coming. What are these what are these times, these opportunities that are coming? Are you ready to snatch them, purchase them? Look, and look carefully at this, which means Christians think, right? We think about how to live. We pray about how to live. We plan about how to live. Surely that's all contained in look carefully. Open up the eyes of your head and open up the eyes of your heart which means it's a, it's a physical looking at the situation and a spiritual looking at the situation, and it's done carefully and exactly and accurately. Oh my goodness, how that would change so many people's lives if they just stopped being passive human beings and letting life happen to them instead of taking control and looking for Opportunities. So that's the first observation. 
Christians don't coast. They're not drifting. They don't be passive. They don't just act passively. They don't just react to what they give them. They think about what to, what they're going to do in the day, and they pray about what they're going to do in the day, and they plan their their days and their weeks and their months and their years and their lives. Why? So that they would not be unwise, but wise. Now, this is not the first time that Paul has mentioned wisdom. Here we are in chapter 1. In him, in Christ, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ. Now, this is big picture wisdom. I admit that. This is wisdom about the big mystery of God's will made known in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time. So we're, we're given wisdom about the purpose of the universe and what we're on the planet for and what Christ is up to. But surely that wisdom, that insight has a trickle-down effect because of this wonderful grace from which it comes and this forgiveness from which it comes a trickle-down effect for this. Look carefully how you walk, Christian. Open up your eyes to who you are and that you're forgiven, that great grace is yours, and let wisdom flow from what has been lavished upon you in Christ Jesus. Here's another place where we saw it. Chapter 1. I do not cease to give thanks for you, Paul says, remembering you in my prayers that God the God of our Father, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and a revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your heart enlightened. That's part of this wisdom here. So this is a wisdom that is rooted in the gift of the Spirit. It comes from prayer. I don't cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. So Paul's praying for this wisdom. The Spirit's giving this wisdom, and this wisdom is a sight and understanding of the knowledge of God. The eyes of the heart with this wisdom are enlightened to know what is the hope to which you've been called, and to know the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints, and to know what is the immeasurable greatness of the power, and surely the knowledge of this inheritance and this power and this calling in the future we have is going to affect how we live. He's saying, look carefully how to live, how to walk, not being unwise, but availing yourself of the lavish grace of wisdom God has given you that you can have in answer to prayer that bubbles up from the eyes of your heart, being bright with knowledge of the hope to which you've been called, and the power at work within you. All of those things shape how you live. So look carefully. Be proactive, not just reactive, for how you live, and let the goal be wisdom. And then comes this final phrase that we'll look at in this session. Purchasing. So this is defining how you walk according to wisdom, purchasing the time. 
I know some translations just say making the most of. That's not good enough. This is the same exact word used in Galatians 3 when it says we have been, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. It's a redemption. It's a purchasing. So here's the picture. You want to be a shrewd, wise merchant. And merchants keep their eyes out for kairos. I put, the reason I put this Greek word here is because there are two words for time in Greek, chronos and kairos. Kairos tends to focus on time as an opportunity. Time is a moment. Not time is a flow of sequences of events, but rather kairos generally is a special opportunity, a special season. So this could be translated as it is sometimes opportunity. So a shrewd, wise merchant with lots of money in his pocket from the Holy Spirit has his eyes out for opportunities. And when he sees one, and here it goes, it's just passing by. And here he is, right? He's standing here and he's supposed to to look carefully and and uh, live wisely. And he sees this opportunity coming. Boom. And he buys it. So Paul is saying, look, as you see opportunities coming for doing good, for loving people, for being gracious, for making an impact for Jesus, snatch it. Get into your pocket and pull the money out fast and wave it at the auctioneer. I'll take it. I'll take it. Don't let somebody else buy it first. You get the, you get the picture? Purchasing the opportunity as a wise and shrewd merchant. Here's, here's a picture of this in, in Galatians 6. So then, as we have kairos, opportunity, as we have the time, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Doing good, doing good, doing good. Getting up in the morning and looking carefully how to live, to do as much good as you can possibly do, filling your days up with good things. And then when you see a kairos passing by, dig into your pocket and buy it. Don't let it go by. And the therefore, that comes from the preceding. Here's the preceding paragraph, which ended like this. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper. This is how we were raised from the dead, how we were wakened and made Christians. Awake, O sleeper. Rise from the dead. Christ will shine on you. We have been raised from the dead. We're no longer asleep. We're not coasting in life anymore. Christ is shining on us. And not only that, but there's wrath coming upon the sons of disobedience. Let no one deceive you with empty words because of these things, namely the things you did when you were asleep. The wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. So because of this, this wrath that's coming, and because you're not a sleeper anymore, you're not dead anymore, Christ is signing, shining on you. Therefore, wake up, open your eyes, look at your life. Be a wise person. Snatch up like a wise merchant every opportunity to do good.